Hi friends, welcome to the podcast. We live in a world where truth is relative and feelings are ultimate. But in John chapter 14, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You see, both freedom and life are found in truth. They're found in God's word. And that's why on this podcast, we remain rooted in scripture. Despite what culture might say, what our opinions might be, or how we might feel, we look to the Word of God to be our foundation of truth. Guys, welcome back to the Truth Talks podcast. My name is Caroline, and I'm so glad that you've tuned in. I'm really excited for today's conversation because I asked my friend Faith to come on the podcast and just talk about some questions that you guys sent in over the topic of singleness. And I feel like this is a really timely conversation to have because Valentine's Day is just around the corner. And I know that a lot of girls and guys too struggle with singleness. And so today we're just going to look at what does God's word have to say about singleness? How do we deal with being discontent in our singleness? How do we deal with idolizing a relationship? And also look at how desiring a relationship in and of itself isn't a bad thing. And so I just pray that this message encourages y'all. I pray that you remain rooted in scripture and I pray that you would dive into God's word with us as we look at what he has to say about it. You're listening to the Truth Talks podcast, so let's talk some truth. So I just wanted to kind of start off this episode by saying like, Desiring a relationship is not a bad thing um, because there's a difference between desiring a relationship and idolizing one. And there's a difference between idolizing a relationship and being discontent in your singleness. And also, I think I don't, I don't ever want to belittle the struggle that singleness is because, man, that's like something that people really struggle with and it's a hard thing. And so, Man, I just hope, I think both of us hope that this conversation is just encouraging um, while, you know, you know, we're recognizing the struggle that singleness is, but also looking to truth and looking to what God's yeah. word says and how can we combat, um, man, idolizing a relationship and being discontent, discontent in singleness. And so, right. yeah, I'm going to just give the first question to you, but <laughs> what is the difference between idolizing a relationship and desiring? Like, I feel like that's a a really hard line to balance and so how would, right. how would you say you kind of walk that line yeah so like like you were saying desiring a relationship is not bad we can go to the father and be open with our feelings our emotions and our thoughts and desires and say like as a woman i desire to have a husband one day and that's not bad that is a gift that the lord graciously gives us but whenever you idolize a relationship where that is on the forefront of your mind that is what you walk by, that is what your mind is set on. And so I think sometimes that we live for a relationship rather than living for the king that died for us. Mm. And so um, how to walk that line is that we can go to the Father and admit that too. And so asking the Father through prayer and saying, God, change my heart, change my desires, which is something I've had to do before. Mm-hmm. And let my heart and desire only be you because you're the only one that's going to satisfy me. And that going into that we have to realize that God is the only one that's going to satisfy us because Mm -hmm. when we think that a person is going to fulfill us it's like putting that pressure and putting that idolization on them Mm -hmm. where something that only Jesus can can fulfill and he did on the cross so it's kind of like a hard line to walk through but with Christ it's fully possible 
Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, so many great points there, but I really want to touch on how you're talking about, like, man, okay, like, let's recognize what are our thoughts consumed by? Is it consumed by my desire for a relationship? Is it consumed by, you know, looking to other people who are in relationships and and maybe starting to get jealous and just, am I imagining relationships 24-7? Like, is it at the forefront of my mind? And, like, recognizing that, like, and, and going to the Father and being like, look, like, hey, this is... I, this is something I am idolizing, like, and I need you to change my heart and change my mind and cause my heart to desire you over right. anything else in this world because, like you said, like, he is the only thing that will satisfy us. And so I just love the point you made about, like, hey, like, let's be honest about it and let's be honest before the Father because, man, like, that's when change actually gets to start happening is when you you, you mm-hmm. pray that the Father you know, renews your heart and your mind. And so I just, I absolutely love that. Um, and I would totally agree about, about that. I think it's like, you can do a self check of like, okay, like, do I desire a relationship more than I desire doing and being where God has called me to be and what God has called me to do. And I think that that's like a a really good self check you can do because if so, yeah, man, that's when it's become an idol in your life. Yeah. That's good. And also, like, you have to remember that the Lord has you in this season, whether it be single and dating, engaged, married, whatever the season is, like, the Lord has you in that specific moment for a reason. And so I have to believe that that's good. Oh, yeah. And that's so you have so... to trust that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's so good. Um, yeah. And I think that that's, that's a good point that you touched on is that I have to believe that the season that God has me in is good. Um, because he is for our good and, and he gives us good things. And that kind of brings me to the, one of the second questions is, you know, why is singleness a gift? Because the Bible calls singleness a gift and a, a gift is generally a good thing. So therefore the Bible right. is saying, Hey, singleness is a gift. Singleness is good. Right. So like in scripture, we see one of the greatest apostles write about singleness and speak to, um, believers about singleness and so awesome Paul. And basically like in um, Paul's writing, he's saying that singleness is a gift because we have no distractions from a significant other. We're solely focused on the kingdom and we can be mission-minded in this way that we don't have anything else bombarding our thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, that's one of the reasons why singleness is a gift because like you don't have any other distractions. You don't have to take care of anybody else you're solely focused on the kingdom. And not that you can't do that whenever you're dating, engaged, married, but it just definitely looks different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. no, that's so true. Um, yeah, and I think, I don't know, for me at least, whenever I heard like, oh, singleness is a gift because you don't have any distractions. I mean, if I'm gonna be really honest, like I always felt like that was the lamest like reason. Yeah. I was like, really? Like, that's it? Like, scripture just says we don't have to distractions like that's the only reason that singleness is a gift but man let's like take a step back and look at this and and Paul is talking about this in first Corinthians chapter 7 verses 32 through 35 and in verse 35 he says I'm saying this for your own good he said I'm not trying to restrict you but that you may live in a right way in undivided devotion to the Lord and I think we look back at the life of Paul I mean, that, that man knew the Lord. Like, he walked with the right. Lord, and he wrote most of the Bible. And I don't think it, it's argued that he was wise. And so, man, if 
<laughs> if Paul, someone so great as the Apostle Paul, um, is saying, hey man, singleness, like, it's such a gift. Like, I wish this for you because it's better for you. Right. Yeah. Um, and not in the sense that marriage is bad for you because that's also a gift from the Lord. But, like, if, if one of the wisest men has, like, said, hey, singleness is good for you, like, maybe we just got to take his word for it a little bit there. Yeah. And take right. the Lord's word for it because it's actually right. God who is saying that through him. And I think, like, if God is giving us the, um, if he's giving us the gift of singleness, well, we have to trust that the gift is good because we know that the giver of the gift is good. Right. And it's really cool because if you look at scripture, I was thinking about it whenever you're reading it, it says undivided devotion to the Lord. And so if it says undivided devotion to the Lord, you have to know that our heart can be divided easily. And so even mm. in singleness, how often is our heart divided for other things? So I can't imagine how much harder it will be in a different season of life. Mm, yeah, that's Does that such make a, sense? Yeah, no, that's such a good point. And I think also something, too, that we have to realize is, like, when we read, like, Paul is like, hey, be single so that you can be fully devoted to the Lord. And we're like, yeah, that sounds boring. Like, I think if we're all honest, like, sometimes that's not what our hearts desire. Like, I, I, yeah. you know, we don't want to be fully devoted to the Lord. And, like, right. But honestly, like, let's take a step back and think for about this because literally the best thing for us is to be fully devoted to the Lord. Yeah, like, that's the right. best thing for our lives, whether, like, it feels like that's true or not. Like, mm-hmm. being fully devoted to the Lord and, and, and growing nearer and closer to Him and pursuing Him is truly the best thing for us. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, I think... It's, it's easy to say, okay, I, I get that singleness is a gift. I've got that, like, in my head. I know that. But how do I start actually seeing singleness as a gift? Because it's easy to know it, but it's not it's easy always to, like, be like, yes, I feel like that's a gift. Or I can see, right. you know, how do we change our perspective to see singleness as a gift? Right. So we have to remember that our heart is deceitful. That our feelings is not based on the life we live. Mm. And so there are going to be times in your singleness, singleness and times even in mine right now where I don't like it. I don't feel like being single. But if I based my life through Christ on my feelings, it would be absolutely insane. Mm. But like our whole life cannot be based on our feelings because it's not truth and it's not a firm foundation. Mm. And that whenever the first storm comes, the foundation will be swept away. And so changing your perspective on it is being fully devoted to the Lord and serve, serve the Mm -hmm. kingdom. And there will be times where you don't feel like it. There will be times that you hate being single, but you have to change your perspective, change your thoughts daily and take them captive and bring them underneath the Father. Wow, no, yeah, that is, that's so good. I love that you brought that up because it's like, things aren't based on our feelings. Like if we base everything off of our feelings, we're in for a world of trouble because scripture tells us our heart is deceitful. It's sick. It's evil. And it's going to lie to you. And so I think we have to realize like, okay, like our, my heart, that can lead me astray. What do I know is something that won't lead me astray? God's truth. And so when we start having these feelings of just discontentment or sadness, which is okay, it's okay to have these feelings, but we have to recognize like, hey, I can't sit here 
this is not where I can mm. like I can live. Like we have to take right. those thoughts, like feel what you need to feel. God created emotions; they can be good, but but know that your feelings are valid, but they're not always truth. And I think recognizing that gives us so much power because we can then say, okay, this is how I'm feeling. This is valid, but it's not necessarily true. What does God's word have to say to that? And we look to that. And so we've got to learn to live in and rest in God's truth more than we do our feelings. Right. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just think, you know, how do we see, as far as how do we see singleness as a gift? I think go back to your purpose. Man, like why are we living and breathing on this planet? Mm -hmm. Like why you know, are you here? Why, you know, why didn't God just call you up to heaven the moment you were saved? It's because you have a purpose here and it is to glorify God is to love him, serve him and then love others. And so, you know, I think we've got to like remind ourselves, why am I here? Seek first the kingdom of God, like, like build his kingdom and do those things. It's not, we're not here for this you know, white picket fence, American dream. And I'm not saying that that's inherently bad, but I think our culture has idolized and pushed forward this like idea of like the perfect life, you know, like three kids, two dogs, whatever it is. But it's like, like as believers, we belong to a different reality and it's a kingdom reality. And so we have to walk in our identity as kingdom builders and I think we've got to start seeing singleness for what it is and that it's a weapon for building the kingdom it's not a hindrance to building our own um we're not here to build our own kingdom and so I think just you know whenever you have these feelings of like not seeing singleness as a gift or just being sad about being single like okay all right that's that's understandable that's valid but like Remind yourself of truth. Like you said, take captive of your thoughts and and read scripture. Read it out loud. Read it over yourself and just ask the Lord to like continue to work on your heart. And it's going to be a daily battle. Like it's not going to happen just like that. And so, yeah, I think just continually like taking your thoughts captive and bringing them before the Lord and bringing them before scripture and resting in truth rather than your feelings. And so with all that being said, like, how do we be content in singleness while still preparing for a future like relationship slash marriage? What are your thoughts on that, Faith? Yeah, so um, people wiser and older than me have always said like you have to be your best self for someone else to come into the picture. Because it's like, why would this godly man desire this girl that's living for the world? Why would he desire that? Like you guys need to be on the same page and desiring not for the kingdom. And it's like you guys are running this race, running the race for the Father, and one day you'll just look beside you, and there someone is running the same race with you. Mm-hmm. So, being content and still um, preparing yourself for a marriage is going and serving the church, going and serving God's people, and go and serve the Lord, mm-hmm. because that will be an overflow in everything else in your life. And I fully believe that. Yeah, I mean, I think honestly to sum up what you just said pursue jesus (laughs) get to know him first get to know him um better and you know pursue a a christ-like life which is like serving the church and and doing all those things and hey man like i think what you're saying is just like you know how do i how do you prepare for marriage how do you prepare for a future relationship because i'm i'm in the season of preparing for marriage and just from learning more about that and you know uh 
being in it right now, it's just like, honestly, just just strive to live more like Christ. And we do yeah. that by pursuing Him and learning more of yeah. Him. And through that, like, the Holy Spirit changes our hearts. And so yeah. that's how you prepare for your future marriage or future relationship um, or relationship yeah. of any kind. Like, like look more like Christ. Pursue Him. Know Him. Yeah. Chase after Him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but as far as, like, the being content, I kind of want to jump back and kind of talk about how do we be content in singleness? You know, because I think that that's something that's really hard. And I think inherently discontentment and then therefore jealousy, because I think, you know, discontentment breeds jealousy. So I think those are like inherently some of my like sin struggles. And so no matter what season of life I'm in, I'm, I'm having to fight against that. But I wanted to get your thoughts on like how, how what are some of the ways that you try to stay content in singleness and, and what is maybe an encouragement to how someone else can um, strive to say, stay content in singleness. I laugh because my sense of encouragement is probably not everybody else's. <laughs> it's so funny. But how I stay content in singleness is I slap reality in my face and I'm like, you know what? You're not even going to be married in heaven. Like, if marriage is your end goal, what a crappy life you're going to have after that. Mm. And you're not even going to be married in heaven. And so, if we put so much emphasis on marriage, like, you're missing the whole point. And there are seasons for me that I struggle with contentment, and I'm like, ooh, I would like a significant other. But it's like, how I see content is being around God's people and the encouragement and reminder they have for me, too, and the accountability that they have. And it's through prayer. It's through the slap of reality. And it's through God's people that I don't have to do it alone and that other people are helping me through it, too. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's so good. But, yeah, that just makes me laugh because, you know, in high school, whenever we would, like, meet up for coffee, and we'd be like, listen to how the Lord slapped me in the face with the brick to this week. And I I think that that's something that we both like is just like, man, someone tell me the straight-up truth. Like, I want it to hit me in the face because that's what I need. But I also, on the other hand, realize that's not everyone's approach. But I think, nonetheless, like, what you were saying is, like, so encouraging and I do laugh sometimes because sometimes I like I'm talking to my friends or I'm talking to Caleb and I'm like, am I too harsh? Like, do I need to be more gentle? For me, you, it's like so different. It's yeah, and so it's just like our conversations were just like slap of reality, not harsh, but like it's true and it doesn't matter if it hurts your feelings. Yeah, no, and that's so true. But I feel like on this podcast, I really try. I'm like, I, just for all the listeners to know. I already am, like, pulling back. And not in the way that, like, I want to be mean or rude or anything, but it's like, man, hit me. I, I'm, like, the person that I'm, like, tell me the truth. Like, I need to hear it. You know what I mean? And, like, <laughs> not in the sense that, like, we censor the truth at all, but I maybe soften the delivery of it. Um, right, right. Like, gentleness is not my strong suit. That is definitely <laughs> some prayer on that. I've also been I'm praying. Like, just tell me the truth already. Yeah. Gentleness is not the strongest for me. <laughs> no, but I mean... black and white. Yeah. For lack of better terms, black and white. Yeah, no, that's so true. But, no, I think what you said is, like, still so good, so true, and can be so encouraging. Um, but, yeah, like I said, like, contentment is something that I struggle with. And it's something that I've been, man, me and the Lord, we've been, we've been walking through that. Um, and I just love when, when Paul talks about, like, I have learned the secret of contentment, 
whether in plenty or in want. And I mean, I was just like reading this over and over again because I was like, how do I be content? How do I be content? So I'm just like reading this passage and I was like, Paul, you're not really like giving me anything here because it's like, for I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. That's how he says, you know, that's the secret of contentment. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? But I love, (laughs) I love how he says like, man, I've learned the secret of contentment, whether in plenty or in want. What does that mean? Like he's saying, you're going to, you're going to struggle with contentment whether you have plenty or whether you have mm. want. Yeah, that's good. And so, you know, I think I think this is somewhere where the enemy can lie to you. And so, man, I'm what I'm about to say is for your encouragement and because I'm someone who struggles with contentment. I'm someone who struggles with jealousy and I know how terrible it is. It's like, um, you know how people say bitterness is like drinking from a cup of poison and like expecting the other person to die. Well, jealousy and is just like that. And discontentment is, is like drinking a cup of poison. Like it's just, it's hurting you. And so, man, God's word offers us freedom through that. Um, and something I've been doing is like, man, I've been reading passages out loud and praying through passages that have to do with contentment and, um, jealousy. But, Man, I, I think contentment, especially with singleness. Now, this goes for all areas of life, but I think especially with singleness, the enemy can lie to us and say, hey, you're not content because you're not in a relationship. Mm, yeah, it's, a it's a lie. It's a lie. Because yeah. the reason we're discontent ever, the reason we're ever discontent is because we haven't first taught our hearts to be content solely in Jesus. And I think it's important to realize that the root issue actually is my heart posture, not the fact that I lack something. Because in Psalms 3410, God says, for those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. So in him, we lack nothing. And the reason we're discontent is because of our heart posture. And I think we've got to realize that because how are we supposed to go to battle against the problem unless we realize what the root cause of it is? And so... Man, your discontentment about being single is just a symptom of your heart posture not being content in the Lord. And so I think go to battle with that first and go to scripture on that first and be in prayer. Ask people to pray for you. Read scriptures out loud. Pray through scriptures. I mean, that's what's been so helpful in in my life. But I think that, that would just be my advice on like how to stay content in singleness. And then also from that, you know, I know I touched a little bit on jealousy of like, you know, I don't be jealous of people who are in the season that you want to be in. Because here's the thing is that if you can't be content in the season that you're in, then you won't be content in the next one to come. And I've found that to be true in my life. When, you know, I was dating, I was like, man, I want to be engaged. And when now that I'm engaged, it's like, okay, sometimes I'm like, well, I just want to be married already. And you know what? I know that I'm going to struggle with this after I get married. I'm going to find something right. else that I'm discontent about because the actual issue isn't where I am in life. It's my heart. And so yeah. this is something that like I'm, I have to go to battle with daily with the Lord because I realize it's my sin tendency. And I realize that, you know, from that jealousy can be a sin tendency of mine. And so man, just go to battle with, with the word <laughs> because it's our weapon against such things. But I want to shift gears really quickly and just, you know, I know we talked about, you know, that the desire for a relationship isn't inherently a bad thing. But 
How would you know if that desire for a relationship or for a future marriage is from the Lord? Like, how would you better discern discern if that desire was from your flesh or not? Desire in and of itself, I don't think you need discernment on because desire in relationship is not a bad thing. But um, discerning a relationship through that, you need to go to the Lord and have community behind you because you're not meant to walk this Christian life alone. And so your community is supposed to stand beside you and carry your burdens and um if that is a struggle to discern have your community speak on that and also have the lord speak on that yeah no that's so good i totally agree yeah i think it's like the desire itself isn't a bad thing so maybe you know that doesn't really need to be discerned because it's not something that's you know i i I think our desire inherently for a relationship is from the lord because he's relational um and i think that that's also just like it it kind of is a human we're human beings um right and so um but i think like you said when it comes to actually like evaluating you know oh should i be in a relationship or should is this certain relationship like good for me then yeah that's when the discernment needs to come in and um yeah, just prayer and, and bring your community into it. That's so good. Um, well, I want to wrap us up just by asking, like, what is encur- what is an encouragement that you would give someone that's struggling with singleness right now? The encouragement I would give to somebody who is struggling in singleness right now is that we have a good father, and our father gives good gifts, mm. and that you have to realize that this season is a gift. And our Father is so good that He's giving you a good gift. Wow. And also, you're not alone. Like, there's so many girls, so many people in my community that are single and that have struggled with it. There's mm-hmm. me that have struggled with it. It's like you're not alone and you're not walking this Christian life alone and know that there are people right beside you. Yeah. Like cheering you on. Mm-hmm. And all of heaven is cheering you on too. Yeah, that's so good. I like what you said about just like, remembering that like if God's given you you know where he has you in life right now if it's singleness like it's a good gift and I think also remembering that singleness isn't this like waiting period where we're just like Mm -hmm. oh I guess I'm just gonna like sit here until like a relationship comes along but it's like no like it's an action time um because this is when you get to be fully devoted for the Lord and I think so many people are like when they're in a relationship or when they're you know in a marriage, they're just like, man, Lord, they're praying. They're like, Lord, use my marriage, use my marriage, use my marriage. When's the last time you prayed and asked God that he would use your singleness? And I think Amen. that that's something like, man, maybe you can start doing um, in your everyday life is like, Lord, show me how I can use this singleness. Show me how I can use this gift that you've given me. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, my other encouragement would just be like, man, there's, there's godly guys out there they're out there they might be really hard to find but they are do not settle don't settle don't get into a relationship just because you desire one so badly i promise you i promise you that that being single for the next however many years is far better than getting married to the wrong person far better So I would just say, like, stay strong, as, like, funny as that might sound. But, like, yeah, yeah, just don't settle. But, yeah, that would just be the encouragement that I give. But, 
And Faith Sink, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and just having this conversation with me. Um, man, I, it was encouraging to me and like also just good to be like reminded of truth. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I always love it. So always a great time. Well, all right, y'all, that's all that we have for y'all today. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope to see you back next week.